Welcome to this edition of the AdLaw Access Podcast. My name's Alex Schneider, and I'm an associate in the advertising law practice here at Kelly Dry. On today's program, we're going to talk a little bit about new legislation that's been pending in the area of privacy. First, the CCPA amendments that have been going through the California Assembly and California Senate. And then later in the program, uh, Nevada and Maine uh, have been passing privacy laws that are worth discussing. So in terms of the CCPA, the CCPA passed last year in 2018, and it was far from perfect. It was rushed into law in the summer, amended in the fall, and will take effect January 1st, 2020. Given some of the issues that have been pointed out by many different uh, companies impacted by the law, the California uh, Assembly and California Senate have looked at a number of amendments to the law, which would you know, make, imp- make changes to various different parts of, of the law. So let's talk about some of those changes and some of those uh, amendments. One of the biggest ones, and one of the ones that have, has garnered a lot of attention, is Assembly Bill 25. What that does is it removes employees from coverage by the CCPA. Now, the reason that it does that is uh, to reduce the burden on businesses who might have HR departments that would have been covered by the CCPA. But now, with the law, uh, with, with the uh, uh, amendment, which uh, removes the employees from the definition of consumer, uh, employees would not be covered and HR departments would not be covered. That's a big difference from the GDPR, which does cover employees and covers HR operations. So we're tracking that bill and that uh, was approved by the California Assembly on May 29th and is now in the California Senate. Another important one is Assembly Bill 846 which uh, provides certainty to businesses that certain prohibitions in the CCPA will not apply to loyalty or rewards programs. Now part of that was uh, a concern that some of the technical language in the CCPA would have covered loyalty programs. Mostly it was about uncertainty and and clarifying uncertainty. Well then this amendment would be clear that loyalty programs are not in fact covered. And it's interesting, the uh, first section of that amendment says that the legislature finds and declares that California consumers enjoy the benefits and convenience of loyalty programs. And so, you know, it explains that that's the reason for uh, keeping those programs and and, uh, removing them from the coverage of the CCPA. Another amendment is Assembly Bill 1202, which deals with data broker registration. Vermont was the first state to require data broker registration last year in 2018. California's uh, uh, amendment to the CCPA would similarly require data brokers to register and would also, in addition, require data brokers to honor consumer opt-outs and any other rights afforded by the CCPA. Similar to the Vermont law, the data broker legislation in California imposes a penalty for noncompliance of, uh, by the day that a data broker fails to register. The uh, fine in California's uh, amendment would be $100 per day. 
Another bill that the Assembly passed and is currently under review in the California Senate is Assembly Bill 873, which broadens the definition of de-identified and clarifies that personal information includes information that is reasonably capable of being associated with a consumer or a household. Now that bill is uh, technical. It's also much different from the original bill that was introduced. The original bill was going to pretty significantly change the definition of personal information, including to remove the, t the term household from that definition because personal information can pertain in the CCPA to a consumer or to a household. But that was rejected by committee in the assembly and 873 uh, is now a pretty narrow uh, amendment with some technical changes uh, like those discussed. And then a few other uh, amendments of note, assembly bill 1564 changes the number of uh, ways that a consumer can uh, send a request to businesses. It would now require only toll-free number or an email address and physical address. And Assembly Bills 1355 and 874 will remove from the definition of personal information de-identified or aggregate consumer information. Now, depending on your industry or depending on the line of business, some of these amendments might not impact you at all. Some of them might have a significant impact. Assembly Bill 981 exempts insurance institutions, agents, and insurance support organizations from compliance with the CCPA. That is added along to other exemptions for uh, compliance with HIPAA or compliance with the Gramm-Leach-Bliley Act or the FCRA. Fair Credit Reporting Act. All of those add up to exemptions that, you know, for companies that already have certain rules, they do not have to comply with uh, other CCPA rules. In terms of timing, it's unclear uh, whether the, Sen the California Senate will act. The California Senate has actually not passed any amendments at all this year, uh, but on the other hand, the, a lot of these amendments have come out of the California Assembly with significant momentum and support. So we do expect a number of them to pass. The last day for policy committees in California to meet and report bills is July 12th. The last day for each house to pass bills is September 13th. And then for the governor to sign is October 13th. So we will see what happens in California. Now, other than in California, two other states have recently passed some significant privacy legislation. In Nevada, we have new legislation that requires companies to comply with a consumer's do not sell request. Now, a do not sell request relies in Nevada on the definition of a sale. And that's pretty narrow, in, especially in comparison to the CCPA, which defines the term sale very broadly. In Nevada, a sale is, for, is the exchange of covered information for monetary consideration to a person for the person to license or sell the covered information to additional persons. So a sale essentially is only when you're selling information to someone else that they will then use to sell or license to somebody again, somebody else. So it's, it's uh, kind of a uh, very narrow definition and may not impact many companies. Uh, except for companies that are selling information 
um, or potentially companies that might fall into the category of data brokers. On the other hand, it's very important to get this one right because the Nevada Attorney General's Office gains the ability to impose penalties of up to $5,000 per violation uh, based on this statute. In addition, in Maine, the legislature passed a bill that prohibits internet service providers from using, disclosing, and selling customer personal information without a customer's opt-in consent with certain exceptions. ISPs are also prohibited from making the sale of data mandatory or refusing service to customers who do not consent to data collection. Now, for those following these kinds of issues, this is similar to the FCC's 2016 rule for privacy, which was repealed by Congress in 2017 with the change of administrations. The law in, in Maine uh, only applies to ISPs, internet service providers, because the thinking is that ISPs have access to all kinds of information which uh, customers may not give to specific uh, edge providers, for example, Facebook or Google. On the other hand, conversely, ISPs have argued that they should not be singled out and that uh, privacy legislation uh, should impact all players in the online marketplace. Well, Maine followed the FCC's 2016 broadband order and passed a law that does basically the same thing, which uh, it, it will be, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, but I know the um, Maine State Chamber of Commerce has opposed the bill, and uh, it's possible that by singling out ISPs over edge providers, the law may end up in litigation. Well, thanks for joining us for this edition of the Adla Access Podcast. We're going to continue to follow legislation in various states, and we're going to continue to track the amendments in, to the CCPA in California. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact myself or my colleagues here at the Advertising Law Practice at Kelly Dry. And look for updates to these and other matters on our blog, adlawaccess.com. Thanks.